story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. A town called Bel Air. A town called Bel Air. I'm John Hickory. And I'm Brittany Waters. We just watched Teeth. For the sake of conversation. So, I thought before we start the podcast, we'd just have a quick conversation about what this project is actually about. Yeah. Yeah. So, I pitched the idea to Brit as an excuse to watch a new movie every week. Sounds, Sounds good. Yeah, because I like movies, but I don't have a really great discipline about watching them. And... I thought by having a different guest on every week, we could, you know, get a new movie, like a different kind of thing that I wouldn't always want to watch on my own. Yeah. Yeah. So, I went to Brit, asked her if she wanted to do a podcast. She said, yeah. I said, hell's yeah, John. I'm down. This week, we were planning on having a guest, but unfortunately, they dropped out at the last minute. It happens. No big deal. It's going to happen in the future, I'm sure. So, this week, we just let Brit pick. And I chose Teeth. Because why not have a movie about feminism and rape all in the first podcast? I think just as a list of things I didn't want to hit on the first podcast, rape, (laughs) feminism, and, you know, physically removing penises, they're up on there. No offense to feminism. It's just a bit of a touchy subject. Absolutely. At the moment. Yeah. So just wanted to stay away. Uh, Britt decided, no, we're actually going to go... (laughs) Headlong into the storm. Absolutely. Yep. Um, she's steering this ship right to hell. Sure am, John. Sure am. So, in case you're not familiar with Teeth, it is a movie about a woman, 17 or 18 years old. She's born with a physical abnormality in which her vagina has teeth. Yep. She is capable of biting. Uh, I guess that's the best way of putting it. Yep. Not eating, just Biting. Just biting. Because yep. eating would be too weird. Yep. So. Mm. They suggest that it may be like a nuclear induced mutation, maybe. They do suggest that. And look, with a film like this, you're never going to have very subtle storytelling. Yeah. So they decided that the best way to bring that across was to have poorly photoshopped <laughs> nuclear exhaust towers in all of the wide shots. Yep. Every time. Which. It gets the point across until halfway through the film, they decide that actually this is something that's been happening for thousands of years in different cultures around the world. So it's obviously not nuclear radiation. We're not really sure. We don't even think the writers are quite sure as to how she's got these teeth in her vagina, but she does. And so we start with this girl and she is Christian, we assume, because she's uh, does um, is pure or purity i don't know what the word is for it celibate she's very forward about her celibacy celibacy that's the word yep so doesn't believe in sex before marriage or before you want to have a baby i guess she's in that um christian group at school yeah now when we say she's celibate and she's quite extreme about it we mean she actually goes and talks at like christian youth gatherings about how important celibacy is which If you're into that, that's fine. I don't mind. You do you. Good for you. Um, 
I thought that the movie brought quite a negative view of Christianity. Yes. And yes, the, absolutely, John. Yeah. The um the celibacy actually ended up being played off more as sexual repression. Yep. Which I'll let you make up your mind about that. Yep. Not for me to say. Okay. So I don't know about you, Britt, but I like to think of this as the worst X-Men movie. Absolutely. Yeah. So she has this mutation that's clearly not going to be very helpful if Charles Xavier rolls up and wants to take her and make her become an X-Men. It's just kind of crappy. Mm. But the writers really try and play it off as empowering towards yeah. the end of the movie. Yeah, she's empowered and she's in control and as a, a positive, Yeah, um, I guess. She yeah. overcomes her dilemma of having been born with this mutation. And she finds power in being different. And I think that's yep. quite a positive message. I think it's probably the only oh, positive yeah. message. I was just about to say, John, I think that's the only real positive message we get yeah, so throughout the movie. Everything else is quite negative. Yeah, I think especially the film's view of men. Yes. Yeah, so... The writers seem to really depict men as awful humans in this film. Yeah, they're all either rapists or sexually deviant in an aggressive way. Absolutely. Except her father. Her father's a chill dude. He seems to really love her. Yep. Good for them. The other three male characters we spend any amount of time with, two of them rape her. And the other one is her incestuous stepbrother. It's a whole thing. Oh, and even her yeah. gynecologist, he's, he's a bit creepy as well. Yep, every every male um, character apart from her father is creepy or just depicted in a very negative manner. And it gives us a very negative view of men. But they do use that as a way of showing the sexual empowerment of our heroine. So after she's raped the first time during which she bites off her rapist's penis. Yeah, with her teeth vagina. Yep. He dies, by the way. Drowns, yep. I guess. Yeah. Or hypothermia. Yeah. Don't really know. You can make up your own mind if you watch it. Yeah. She's pretty upset by that, as you would be, you know, being a rape victim and all. So she seeks comfort with one of her... I don't know if they're friends. They know each other. I think he's just other. a peer at school. He always taunts her about her purity... At school, his group of friends tend to taunt her. I don't really know. He's being nice to her to try and get in her pants. Yeah, that's really the only reason he's nice to her. Yeah, so after consoling her, he he drugs her um, and they have sex. I would consider that rape because she's not actually in any real way capable of giving consent. consent. Even though she's not screaming no. And her teeth are not biting his his ding-dong off yet. But it is definitely a rapey scene. Yeah. And I think the fact that the next morning she seems okay with it doesn't mean it... It still doesn't make it okay. She The next morning she wakes up, she seems to have been okay and they actually end up having consensual sex. And I'm not really sure. I think she's in a very uh, a poor mental state at this point in time because of all the events that have occurred and that she's coming to terms with having teeth in her vagina. She doesn't have anyone around. She doesn't have many close people to talk to. And I think she's not really making the right decisions for herself, but they do have consensual sex. 
And while this is happening the next morning, he gets a phone call from his friends because he'd placed a bet that he could get in her pants, even though she's celibate. And she's horrified by this. She's like, I can't believe that you're doing this just to get in my pants as, as a bet. She's she's angry and because it goes from consensual to she's upset and doesn't like him anymore, uh, bites his uh, dick off. Yep, so that is the second penis that is bitten yep. off in the film. Two out of three. Yep. The second rape that she doesn't seem too upset by, it's kind of played off as sexually empowering to her. Yes. Which is all kinds of confused in my opinion. Absolutely. I don't know what the writers were really thinking on this one. Yes. After this, in quotation marks, positive sexual experience, she realises that her teethed vagina is actually quite empowering to her, which is just a super weird beat to have as the main changing point for your character. Before this, she's just, in the movie's political view, a very repressed Christian teenager after this, she isn't put in another position where she's not sexually in control, but whenever she has sex, she's doing it specifically to emasculate a man. Yep. Which is also not really cool, in my opinion. She's bitten off this guy's dick. This guy deserved it. After this, she... Kind of goes on a rampage. Yeah. Yeah, she really does. So her mother dies... And the brother sees her laying on the ground in their house dying and continues to have sex with his girlfriend. Doesn't give a shit. He often um, also previously refers to their parents as these people. He doesn't really say this is mum and dad. He kind of talks about them in a negative way as well. So he just that shows that they really don't mean much to him. Yeah, which there's a difference between not liking somebody and letting them lay on the ground dying. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, our heroine decides that that's pretty much unforgivable. Fair enough. It's pretty fucked up, frankly. And so she sets to get revenge on her brother. Yeah, so it's set up earlier in the film that the brother wants to have sex with her. Yeah, he actually says to her, I know that the real reason that you're saving yourself is for me. I know that we've been destined to be together. He says a lot of weird, incestuous, um, suggestive things such as that. Yeah. Which she's like, what the heck are you talking about? But he is very gross towards her. So she decides she can use this to her advantage. She gets all dressed up, dolled up, does her mascara, eyeshadow, goes in and seduces her brother. Once he's inside of her, she uh, bites his dick off to get her revenge. Yeah. And this is the start of her rampage, really, which is the start of the end of the movie. Yeah, so with her brother, you know, he knows now. He's probably not going to be cool with her hanging around. And her dead mother, she decides to leave town. Yeah, she flees the town because there's a ton of victims. It even shows us... The, it cuts to the gynecologist getting his fingers sewed back on and then the second rapist, his dick being sewn back on and the surgeon makes a comment of, oh, there must be a connection between this going on. So maybe, we're not really sure why she's fleeing, but we kind of assume that it's... Because she mentions that she uh, needs to turn herself into the police after the first guy, uh, the first rapist, she wants to turn herself into the police. So I guess she's fleeing the town. 
Yeah, she she knows that she's kind of gonna get found out for this. Yeah. As weird as that may sound, yeah. people have noticed what's going on. Yeah. So she flees on a uh, bicycle because she doesn't have a car. She gets a flat tire and ends up hitchhiking with a really creepy old dude. Old dude, and as you would assume, she. You know, uh, he pulls over at the service station and he gives her a look and he does some sexual... Mouth movements? Yeah, it's pretty gross. And she's, like, horrified. She tries to get out of the car. The car is locked. And then you kind of see her in her brain ticking over and then she basically is like, I can I can bite this guy's dick off. And then she kind of smirks and that's where the movie cuts. Yeah, cut to black. Frankly... 3 out of 10, wouldn't recommend it. Even though Netflix gives it a 4 out of 5 stars. Which is, yeah, a bit overrated, in my opinion. Yeah, I would I would say the same, John. Um, I, did enjoy, I did enjoy the film. I thought it definitely was different to what I expected. When I read the bio and I saw teeth, I was like, great. I'm going to see this vicious, teeth-filled vagina. I'm going to see blood and gore and it's going to be awesome and it's going to be about this serial killer who bites everyone's dicks off and it's going to be grouse and you don't actually get to see the vagina itself which is disappointing in my view but the whole movie took a different a different uh, way to what I expected. Yeah with Brit saying she actually enjoyed the film I would like to qualify that by saying that she actually just has a copy of Jack and Jill on Blu-ray sitting <laughs> near her TV. Let's so, maybe don't trust her. Let me just say, that's not my copy of the movie. Brit keeps hers locked away somewhere safe. Yeah, my Hannah Montana movie is in my drawer. Well, that's a whole bed. other story, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so maybe uh, me saying I enjoyed it is not really the best thing to go by. Yeah. I would like to just play a little game, Britt. Yeah. So I would like you to pitch me this movie. Please, come into my office. Thank you, Mr Hickory, for having me here today. It's okay. Go I have, ahead. I have a brilliant idea for a film, Brian. Okay. So it came to me the other night in my dream, and I thought, this is amazing. I've got to write it down. This has got to be a movie. And it's about this girl who is a Christian, and she um, okay. doesn't believe in sex before marriage. Yeah, so you're going for that Christian market. Yes, yes, exactly. But, but it has all these feminist underlying ideas. Okay. Because yeah. she actually has teeth in her vagina. It's like a little monster in her. Sorry? She has teeth in her vagina. Oh. Yes, so... Um, and it's about all these men who are really awful people and she's biting their dicks off all the time and it's about her overcoming her fears and in being empowered. I'm sorry, but you dreamt this? I did. I think you need to go and talk to somebody because you seem to have a quite a confused idea of what a man is. Oh, Mr Hickory, you don't understand. This is a great film idea. Uh, no, please leave my office. Uh, security, please, please take her away. <laughs> okay, so uh, if you're in Melbourne, we're recording this on the 2nd of October, so you know that yesterday, kind of a big deal happened. Mm -hmm. Happens every year. It's a way of life for a lot of Melbournians and Victorians at large. Actually, frankly, a lot of Australians really into it. It's a huge deal. 
yesterday, daylight savings time. Yep. yep. That means we lost an hour of sleep, kids. Yep. So if you're wondering why Brit and I sound really out of it, that's why. It's also because this is like the sixth time we've tried and record this. Yeah. And it's just not been working out. You yeah. know, first time jitters and all that. Absolutely. Well, that's uh, something we know quite a lot about from teeth, huh? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, hey John. Yeah. Part of it's also been some recording issues, but that's we've got that figured out. Good thing I'm not uh, using an Apple computer because uh, using a lot of audio equipment that's well analog. And if you've got the new iPhone, iPhone Seven, not going to have that audio jack. What do you think about that, Britt? I know that you're really an Apple fangirl. I wouldn't say Apple fangirl. I mean, I would. Okay. Just because I have an iPhone and a MacBook doesn't mean I'm an Apple fangirl. It just, I opt to use Apple because it's really easy and I'm very stupid with technology. I don't know how to use it. It's just set up easy for me. So that's why I like it. But to get back to the iPhone 7, I just think it's silly. Really, it's a waste of money because it is very it's highly different to the iPhone 6s. I mean, it doesn't have the headphone jack and it's better quality, better storage, whatever. But once you update to iOS 10, there's really minimal difference. And I think it is just a waste of money. And to be honest, someone like me, I'm gonna lose those headphones in a second. Like I've already lost them and I don't even own them. Do you mean the uh, wireless headphones? Yes, those wireless headphones. The ones that don't come with the phone? Yep, those ones. Because okay. I'd I'd have to buy them. Okay. If, I, if I was going to be up on it, I'm going to be up on all of it. Yeah. Well, we'll just uh, wheel back to your complaint about it not really being much of an update for a second. You might feel that way more because you already have a 6S. Yes. So you've only just gotten a new phone? Yeah, I've had this phone for less than 12 months. Yeah, so the way phones update now, it's not really a big secret. They're just really small updates mm-hmm. each year that over time do add up to quite a difference, Mm -hmm. but yeah, you don't need to buy a new phone every year. No, it's not necessary every year. I probably will wait until the 7S because usually they, you know, update one every 12 months. So by the time the 7S is out, I will have had my 6S for two years. And generally I find two years is long enough to have a phone before I need to upgrade. The big deal though with this new iPhone is that they don't have the auxiliary jack which I mean this has been rumored to have been happening for years I think it was the five was the first time this was rumored to be coming there you go yeah so since then every time this iPhone won't have an won't have an auxiliary jack and it's always bullshit this time they really went through with it and I don't like Apple the last Apple product I brought was a... It was one of the iPod Touches that came out with the iPhone 4. Yep. So, really not an Apple fanboy. I really don't like their technology. It's just... If you use your computer for anything seriously, it's not cool. set up for you. It's set up... Shots for, fired, John. It's, well, it's set up for easy mode. It's yep. what you said. Exactly, for someone like me. Yeah. Yep. And they also... Their ecosystem of software is designed to keep you in and i i really don't like companies doing that it's anti-competition that being said i'm completely behind removing the auxiliary jack why's that i use bluetooth headphones because i don't like wires i think a lot of people were shocked by this although 
there probably didn't need to be because it's it's been a long time coming like technology upgrades i mean personally i don't like it but i'm very set in my ways i'm used to using headphones with cords so for me i'm like that's a new thing i don't like it yeah i don't have a proper reason to not like it yeah um, i mean there will still be cabled headphones and yeah. even like high-grade audiophile headphones yeah. with the lightning uh, lightning connector uh there's already a couple of pairs out there if you're into that kind of thing yeah just the space that the auxiliary jack takes up in the phone mm. it's it's difficult to justify that now seeing as how a lot of people do use bluetooth headphones yeah, and that's true well a lot of people are complaining about the adapter mm. the adapters aren't expensive if you're buying a thousand dollar phone just spend forty dollars on the adapters yeah, exactly. get a few of them you'll be fine put one on the end of every set of headphones you've got and don't remove them basically yeah absolutely yeah um i actually i'm going to call it now that the next macbook isn't going to have auxiliary jacks as well it's mm. going to have a lightning connector yeah which i think is kind of stupid because lightning is actually a pretty crappy interface yeah they should just be moving to usbc yeah but that's beside the point I would uh, chime in here, but I really don't know what we're talking about anymore, John, if I'm being honest, because I don't understand technology. Well, I think that's good enough reason to move on then, don't you? In other news, I heard that um, officially they're banning all animal testing on um, beauty products within Australia. I don't know all that much about it, but I saw that in... <laughs> I can't talk about this because I don't really... No. <laughs> I don't know anything about this, so I'm just going to ad-lib. <laughs> That's what I was going to do. I'm just going to make up facts. <laughs> don't do that. That's a terrible idea. And in other news, well, news to some, uh, Kylie Jenner has bleached her hair, and oh. it's not just a wig this time. Do we? Do you know who Kylie Jenner is, John? Um, she's in some way related to Kim Kardashian? Absolutely correct. Her Ooh. baby sister. Okay. And, okay. yes, yeah, so she's bleached her hair, and I personally don't like it. I already thought she did look a bit old. I just think it's all the the injections that she's had. It makes her look quite old. Like, she looks older than Chloe and Kourtney Kardashian. Who? <laughs> the other Kardashians. Uh, I didn't know there were other Kardashians. There are many Kardashians. Like, how many? I know Robert Kardashian, because he defended OJ. Oh, dear, John. Where have you been living? So there's Kim K, Courtney K, Chloe K, and then the baby sisters, Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner. Oh. Yeah. And so Kylie Jenner, she's 18. She's No, she's just turned 19. Was she dating Big Sean? No, that's Ariana. Uh, she's dating Tiger. Wow, I, I sound... <laughs> I'm not sure if I sound really detached or just actually like a racist. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah. so Kylie's known to date Tiger and she, um, yeah, so she's bleached her hair. Normally she wears wigs. She changes her hair all the time, wears lots of different wigs, but now she's actually bleached it and I personally think it looks terrible. She, it just, she looks too much like Kim. When Kim did that bleach blonde thing, it just, it's nasty. It's tacky. I don't like it. I'd really like to know what other people think about it. 
Yeah, so hit us up on the Twitter. It's at Conversation Pod, capital C and a capital P. Yeah, so um, I'd really like to know your opinions on that and anything else we've spoken about today. Hit us up. If you like the song you heard in our intro, that is... It's the Le Bouffe remix of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We thought we'd just start the podcast with a little bit of meme magic. Hit up that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme. Speaking of music, um, there is a band that I've just recently started listening to, thanks to Spotify, um, called Paris, and it's like P-V-R-I-S. So it's pelvis. No, it's Paris. But it's spelled pelvis? So you've been singing to, like, a toothed vagina. <laughs> it's actually very on topic. Good work. But no, this band Paris, um, it came up on my Spotify because I listened to a lot of Tonight Alive and Paramore. And I think they're just really grouse. They've got a really good vibe. I love the the lead singer, Lynn Gunn. She is awesome. Well, do you think maybe we should play a little bit so the uh, people can hear what you're talking about? Yeah, I think I think you should. Maybe pop on mirrors.
Wow, that's really good. You can really hear why they would put them next to Paramore, can't you? Yeah, that sort of sound. Yeah. I really like uh, Lynn, the singer. Her She's got a really nice tone to her voice. Yeah, I noticed that. It's um, it's it's different, but it's, it's nice. They actually, um, if anyone follows Pop Goes Punk, those albums, they did a cover of Chandelier by Sia. And it's actually quite fitting because her voice is quite unique as well as as like Sia's. You know, if you're Thanks, still 12 John. and you listen to Pop Goes Punk. Thanks, John. No problem, Britt. I don't actually listen to Pop Goes Punk, but it... <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> but it does come up on my Spotify. Yeah, well, it would. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've actually uh, this week been listening to a lot of Doors. Their uh, new album came out, We're All Gonna Die. Because, mm. well, we're all gonna die Can't eventually. wait for that. Getting a little dark there, Britt. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we might play a little bit of that and... Uh, Slow and drinking fast. I was lost inside a painting on a wall. A pretty baby with a cigarette was looking for a place to ash. Stumbling toward the voices down the hall. They have filler on the stereo, not the album, just the song. Put two dancers on and right. No one really knew There were a lot of leather jackets There was a haircut reading palms There was a line outside the bathroom That didn't really move When the tequila runs out We'll be drinking champagne When the tequila runs out We'll be drinking champagne When the Forgot the bathing suits But felt like jumping in the pool Right after making sure The underwater lights were on I was staring at a silhouette I was blushing like a fool Letting everyone pretend They hadn't planned it all along Then our host bust out of his bedroom With his glasses slightly bent up on the diving board to tell us how he feels Ladies and gentlemen We've begun the initial descent And now it's time to pull up on the wheel
summer past life passed out Laying next to her handsome new flame I didn't recognize his face too much Except for the grimace on his mouth He looked a lot like me He seemed to be in pain I didn't hear the picture window break I didn't see the rising sun But I could feel the morning breeze Then I heard a tired voice speak up And say I think this party's done She asked if I could drive her home And then she added please So that is When the Tequila Runs Out by Doors. The new album, actually, it's a lot more... It's a bit of a departure from their older style. It's a lot mm. more effect-heavy. Yes. Yeah, yeah but I can notice that, yeah. I didn't really like it at first, but the more I listen to it, I'm really getting into it. Yeah. yeah. I'm liking the real, like, indie alternative sound. Yeah. I digging was, that. I tend to listen yeah. to a lot of that, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you do, don't you, John? <laughs> sure do. <laughs> Want to reiterate that point again, Brit? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Just completely derailing the podcast. <laughs> so, and me. Yeah, it's been a bit of a rocky first episode, but mm, absolutely. I think we're probably going to call it quits here. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a wrap. Yeah. Um, you can come back next week. We'll be watching a movie. Hopefully we'll have a guest. Yep. Um, they've agreed, but you never know with these things. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you want to find us, we're on Twitter. That's at Conversation Pod. Yep. Yep. And Lee, where Chuck, do I want to find you? Uh, yeah, you can uh, add me on Snapchat. It is Lee Brittany B, like L-E-A-B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-B. And send me a snap or send us a message on Twitter um, if you have any comments about t- what we've spoken about today and I'd love to know your thoughts on Kylie Jenner's hair especially because I'm really not digging it. Yeah. Well, to each their own. Yeah. That's basically going to be it. What do you think we play us out this week? A little bit more... Mm, maybe some... Mac-10. Macintosh Plus. Okay. And we'll see you next week. Bye.
For the Sake of Conversation is an Unto the Other production. It is hosted by Blake Wynn and Lee Beatty. For more information, go to untotheother.com.